Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Maya Upchurch. Hi. Hi. Good to be here. Great. We're excited. Yeah, it's so good that you're here. Yeah. We've only met really like in Berlin and then I knew about you through Victor Pat- Petrashkin. Petrashkin, yeah. Mm-hmm. He always talks. No, I'm, I'm, um, I'm excited to be here because like, uh, you seem like a really cool person. We never got to sit down and like talk after shows. Or right. Anything, you know, so. Always rushing to other to things. Yeah. And you're in Berlin now for the next, because you're, hold on. So you were based in in Krakow? In Krakow? Yeah, or? that's that's where I live technically. Uh, but I'm I'm <laughs> I'm here I'm here for the summer cuz mm-hmm. uh, I'm off of university until October and I'm just, you know, back in Poland it's like I can perform there like, you know, once twice a week at most, mm-hmm. which is like not enough like I can do four shows a month which I can do in a fucking night here so yeah you know. yeah hold on so you're at uni how how I have to this is one of the first questions I have to ask just you know for bearings of like experience <laughs> <laughs> how old are you I am turning 21 in three weeks oh yeah <laughs> 21 yes yeah. you um you have a youthful vibe but you also have like a you know, your voice sounds like you could be a 65-year-old yeah, yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do one of those. I did a joke or something like um, I'm possessed by the ghost of a 60-year-old Jewish man or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of, I got that, like, fuck you type of thing going on in my voice <laughs> yes, on stage. Did. And I talk about very absurd things as well. You recently <laughs> said to a woman in the audience, uh, you were like, sweetheart. <laughs> I died. That was the <laughs> yeah, that was the Brazilian girl in the front row who kept fucking talking, not even during the heckler part of the show. She was she she was a sweetheart. I need to address it, you know. Oh my god, Christoph and I just lost it in the back. It yeah, I like I like using so like good. pet names like that, and it's especially fun uh, when you use them for men that are significantly older than you. Oh yeah. If I like call them like, hey Tootsie, hey hey Sugar Tits, <laughs> they get so confused. I fucking love it. <laughs> Sweetheart. Hey, sweetheart, come here. (laughs) It fucks with them. (laughs) They're like, is this a 20-year-old, like, talking to me like this? Oh, it's fun. So good. So good. I really appreciated that a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, so wow, not even twenty-one. That is so beautiful. Uh, so you know, I'm thirty. I'm thirty-five. Uh, you probably, mm-hmm. I probably already mentioned that on stage you, you in front look, of you. You look sixteen. Not a day. I not do a day older. Not look <laughs> That's sweet. Although there was ah, oh, there was a, a man in the audience at the same show who man is also a generous term, mm-hmm. um, who I had met on Monday, and I had flirt like. He kind of flirted with me and, and there'd been like these eyes across the room and then we chatted and I think I, it was my last beer for the night. It was number four. I'd had a really rough Sunday. Okay, I'm excusing my alcoholism. All right. <laughs> but um, but we were chatting and I somehow just remembered that he was 23 and then when I did crowd work with him on, um, on Thursday, on Wednesday, he was like, no, no, I'm 20. And I was just like, oh, jeez. <laughs> Like, that is so close to not being legal. You know, like 20. <laughs> it's weird when it's like you're the woman and it's the other way around, you know? Yeah. Where, like, you're like, okay, um, this is like, you know, a fucking prison bait or some shit. Yes. And I remember him saying to me at the bar, no, you're not 30. You don't look, you look, you don't look older than 26. Not at all older than 26. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's really, I like that he went with 26. I was like, I- I'll take that. That's, that's lovely. And he repeated it many times, but I just like... You know when you just... I guess I refused to hear that he yeah. was 20. Yeah. It's just yeah. too young. 
Yeah, 2023. It's got the E in the end. Yeah. You might have just, yeah, you know. Okay. That's, that's sweet of you. <laughs> <laughs> Switched it up in your head. Or, or he lied in the beginning. Or he lied, exactly. I don't know. Are you into Are you into younger men? Well, yes, but not, yeah, intention- so then but not intentionally. Like, it's just that they come to me. And, like, this is the perfect example. Like, he came to me. He wanted to buy me a drink. He wanted to hang out. He gave me his number. All of this stuff. And it's mm-hmm. like, he wanted to come to my show. He came. He was the first one there. Shit. 20. Like, what is that? Like, what is happening for... Yeah, like how do I how do I lure men that are appropriate to my age to me? Like, why is it that I'm attracting these, like twenty, like such young? I don't know, man. Maybe it's like you have a youthful aura, but then you also have that like life experience, matureness that like. I can like an approachable mum. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give you like like cool aunt more. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Because I am a like I am an aunt, you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. are you? So, do you have siblings? What's your? No, I'm like I'm totally a single child. Like, I, I'm the youngest in my family from both sides by far. So, mm-hmm. it's like you know everyone's like in the family is always looking at me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's good because when they all die, I get everything, which is <laughs> lovely. <laughs> I like how that's already. Yeah, it's already clicked. You know, I'm a smart girl. You know. <laughs> Great. So you don't have. So you're the, you're the younger. So you're the only child. And then do you have cousins? I I have some uh, distant cousins. I have a few cousins in on the American side of my family, but they're mm. also older than me, and I'm not that close with the American mm. side of my family. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. Yeah, I've got cousins that I have no idea about. Like. Mm. Like a lot of people that I guess I'm related to that I've never been introduced to or, or they're just in New Zealand or mm-hmm. somewhere else. I don't know. Yeah. So you you um, you um did your high schooling in the States and then... No, no, in Poland. Uh-huh. Um, I moved to Poland because I was born in Chicago. Mm-hmm. My dad's American. My mom's Polish. Mm-hmm. And then I moved with my mom back to Poland when I was like six or something okay and then when she when we moved there she started teaching at an international school mm-hmm. so and it, it's like all the way from preschool up to high school in one school basically mm-hmm. and it's all in english so because she was teaching there i got to go there for free mm-hmm. so i had like all my education in english even in poland that's yeah. why i think my, my english is better than my polish just because i learned everything in english yeah that makes uh, total sense i yeah. yeah so you're pretty yeah you're a native speaker yeah 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 that's just <laughs> Like, I don't meet many. <laughs> yeah, not in Berlin, man. <laughs> and my English is just, yeah. It's I can feel that I'm I'm becoming that like I've got that Euro like I'm I speak sentences. I speak English in German structure often. Really? That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to like when I go back to Australia, people are just going to think I'm not very educated. <laughs> Because I remember being younger and judging people for their English because they came from, you know, a bilingual family. And now it's like, I hope that if I ever have children that they have those struggles because, you know, if, to have two languages, like, that's always going to be better than yeah. just having one. It doesn't mean you're dumb because you've got two different languages mm-hmm. struggling or, you know, just competing in your head. Yeah. Hmm. Have you done comedy in Polish? I've done it a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like it as much because um, Polish is like it, there's. I can flow with the language less. Like mm-hmm. there's. I feel funnier in English. I feel more confident. Mm-hmm. And then like there's like something that I can say in one word in English. I have to say in like four words in yeah. Polish, and it's yeah. just I don't like it as much. And I also I'm not crazy about like the 
people that do it. It's a lot of very, like, straight-edge, like, Polish guys who are like, oh, women's doing comedy? Oh, 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 oh. oh really? Yeah, yeah. This, that doesn't so surprise asshole. me, but yeah, it's still sad. It's like, and they're all, like, fucking... They they're all, they're all like comedy connoisseurs in their head, where they think everything's fucking hacky, right? And then they oh, go really? on stage and then they make the most basic dick jokes you've ever heard. <laughs> it's just fucking hypocrisy, man. Oh, okay. That but sounds... yeah, that's not to say there are great people. So it sounds some, like a young my scene. Friends, it, it's like 15 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young. Okay. So but... anyone that was there in the beginning is basically a professional comedian now. Yeah. No matter how good they are, so. <laughs> <laughs> But lovely people, you yeah, love them. Yeah, yeah, no, some of them are great. Some of them are really funny, really talented, cool people. But yeah. some of them, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's got to be true for every scene, though, mm. right? Like, and it's funny how you get these different cliques and different like clusters of people that come together and support different yeah. styles of comedy. I guess, or I don't know, different ways of <clears throat> uh, having community. Let's say, yeah. yeah. I just, I like the international crowds as well. Just like people Inter- from audience. Yeah. Like people from all over the world. Yeah. And know. when you, when you're doing um, comedy in the, like the native language of the place, it does change the audience demographic mm-hmm. massively. Oh yeah. Yeah. Massively. Yeah. Like last night I, um, I hosted a dark comedy show and um, it was. Oh, at Caracas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And um I love that show so much. I love hosting it. It attracts, you know, when you when you market something as dark, it's just like yeah. And that's, that was uh, yesterday as well. Yes. Carl's show was mm-hmm. also marketed as dark. Hundred percent woke free. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and it's it great because I can just pull out all my necrophilia shit, any right. like any fucked up thing I've been thinking about, and they know it's jokes. They know exactly. like they understand that mm-hmm. I'm not like going on stage and and talking about the Holocaust because I thought it was a great thing. I'm just you. Using it to make a point about something else, you know? Exactly, exactly. And like last night, um, I always love hosting this show because with my crowd work, I can go so, like, mm. yeah, the sort of more improv stuff, it can just go so dark and everyone is on board because exactly, yeah. they they know that these are jokes. Yeah, because you know? I think sometimes audiences, are like, they'll, they'll hear a word, like, that is supposed to be bad, like, I don't know, racism or Holocaust or mm-hmm. black people or mm-hmm. something, and they instantly mm-hmm. go, oh, this is oh, off limits, you know? Mm-hmm. we can't talk about this mm-hmm. you shouldn't be joking about this but yeah. it's not i'm not i'm i'm making a point that it's really bad yeah by comparing it to something else that we don't think is as bad like just yeah. showing the hypocrisies and, and things in the world you know? exactly there's a way of doing dark humor that doesn't like just because there's this one word doesn't make the, the joke mm-hmm. <clears throat> offensive it's like there's something smarter going on although there was a there was a, a young comedian from a different city on the sh- on the show last night and um he's a white man and and he was—he did a lot of jokes um, with black people as the as the punchline. Mm. It was just like a lot of his jokes where it's like, okay, cool, 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 like abortion on this way and that way. But then when it, when black people were the butt of the joke, I was just like you don't have a buy-in there like and yeah. you're not doing anything smart here and it's just like yeah you can't you can't do it just for shock value you have to have like a point behind exactly, it you know? exactly you're m- making fun of racism yeah through it, right yeah ex- exactly and that's just yeah and so he got off stage and i was just like okay so that was wild and the, you know <laughs> um i wasn't really i wasn't on board with the the black uh people jokes um but you know but the crowd was actually really open to it oh yeah that's what i was saying though but the crowd was like the bartender said only two people ordered drinks in English. 
And so it was, everyone was German. Shit, and usually really? with Yeah. And usually with German crowds, they are stiff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've heard someone had a joke about it that Germans are saving laughter for later. Deo, yeah, yeah. Deo, right. Exactly. And that they're, like, trying to keep it in because they think they're going to run out or some shit. Yeah, exactly. Or they just, you know, or they come with the attitude, which Deo also says, of, like, make me laugh. Yeah. Like, let's see if you can make me laugh. That's not the point of comedy. Point is you lean in and you, like... You you, have a good time. That's what we're doing here. Yeah, and, like, you're open to hearing the laugh. It's not, like, make me... It's, like... You can find extra laughs in a joke if you just have, like, I'm constantly laughing at everybody's sets, mm-hmm. but maybe also at inappropriate times, but it's like, there's always so much comedy. <laughs> yeah, I, I love those moments where, like, you see your comic friend fuck up a little bit, yeah. and it just it cracks me up, or, exactly. <laughs> like, they, they missay something that they usually say differently. I love it. Exactly. And then, like, there's so much room for laughter. Mm-hmm. So, so this audience was incredible, because it was, yeah, I would say 95% like pure like there were belgians and swiss but that's still pretty much german um and uh yeah and but just and they were so up for it and they were laughing at the darkest shit and it was like wow like i yeah i've i've done that dark show a few times and every time i've done it it's just been a fucking great crowd yeah they're into everything and they're just there to have a good time you know i I love doing dark comedy so much Mm -hmm. it's just Yeah, it's really like it's the it's the you just feel as a comedian you feel safe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't feel like you're gonna get fucking Will Smith or some shit, you know? Exactly. It's nice. It's exactly. Nice. But I love your necrophilia stuff. I have to say the penguin yeah, necro. Thank that's, you. I've been doing that for a few weeks now. It's pretty yeah. new. But oh, so I remember seeing necrophilia, and then you brought penguins into it, and it's just wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to I had to switch it up because the original way that I was doing it was I was getting into like. Um, how I would be fine if I was dead and somebody sent yes. my body to a necrophiliac. Yes. I'd be like, cool, whatever. I don't care. I'm dead. But I had to switch it up because I realized that Louis C.K. has a similar kind mm. of premise. Yeah. Like, it's not the same joke, but he talks about how, like, if he dies, um, he wants someone to leave him at, like, a, at a center where people can go and do whatever they want with the bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think was like, yeah, it's a, too similar of a premise. So I switched mm. up with the penguins thing, but I actually like it more now. Oh, yeah, the penguins. It's, fucking it's great. Fun. Fucking great. I um have you okay, yeah, so like going like going into more adults. <laughs> Let's get into it. All right. Let's get into it. I don't know I don't know where to take it, but um like the yeah, necrophilia is always such a great topic. Like I know, it's it just it's so uh, fucked up. I love it. Like I can't shut up about it lately. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's just so like Oh, it's, so you'd fuck a dead body? Like a cold, dead person? I can't right. even look at a dead body. It's crazy. Have you like, seen a dead body? I, I haven't, I think. I have it in real life. I think I've seen, like, pictures and stuff. Oh, my but, God. Erica Erica Radcliffe had the best bit last night about ugly people. <laughs> and, <laughs> holy shit, this killed me. She was talking about how uh, she's... Uh, I don't want to ruin it and put a joke up on, on, on the, into the world, but just how, like, ugly people should definitely have a closed casket at their <laughs> Oh, that's a good premise, yeah. <laughs> oh, the whole thing was just like, not everyone was with her because it was really mean, but I was dying. <laughs> like, it was so good. But um, but no, I've never seen a dead body either. Like, I, no, I've, I've driven past, like, a body being covered on the street mm-hmm. with, like, a, a thing yeah, at an ambulance, yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. as close. I've never been, I've been to funerals. I've been to, like, one one funeral, and it was closed cast casket the only funerals mm. i've ever been to been invited to were for suicides 
Oh, wow. That's gruesome. Isn't it? (laughs) I don't know. I feel like that says something about you that, like... (laughs) But the thing is, the first one was when I was, like, six, right? Oh, okay. And that's the only funeral I've been to. That was, like, a family friend, um, family friend's father. And then the next one was in high school, and it was was in the first year of uni. And she, um, yeah, she fucking... Yeah, uh, killed herself. And then, um, yeah, and then I went to, and I didn't go to that one because I was super fucked up. Mm-hmm. And then the next one um, was uh, was recently with an, ex- an ex-boyfriend committed suicide. It's not oh, funny. Shit. but um, I'm sorry. No, yeah, yeah. And then her, his girlfriend committed suicide two months later in exactly the same way. Wow. Yeah. Um, didn't go to her. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, COVID was a bad time for a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. Um, yeah, really dark, uh, really dark stuff. But so I've, yeah, never, never seen a dead body. Yeah, yeah me, me neither. Just, I think just pictures and shit online must yeah. have come across at some point, but ne- never in real life. I don't want to either. I don't like that shit. <laughs> no, that's why I could never do medicine. I assume you're not studying oh, medicine. No, no, I'm in art school. Like, yeah, yeah, other, yeah. totally other way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I could have guessed, but like, I wanted to ask. <laughs> I, I don't see dead bodies but i see a lot of naked people oh every really day. yeah because we do nude nude uh, oh you're doing fine arts yeah yeah yeah. Hey, uh, nice. so we have nude models like every day and it's not what you'd think where it's some gorgeous girl that's just mm-hmm. like uh, it's always some fucking old crinkly man that just plops down with his fucking raisin dick just just raisin and, dicks. yeah and you just gotta just stare and, and, and draw that for the entire time but one time one time we did have a gorgeous girl come in yeah right and i was like oh my god she's so pretty and she laid down right and she was laying kind of like where her back was facing us and we could see her ass and you could see her you know pussy right nice. and this is the thing right she had the tiniest amount of toilet paper just <laughs> nobody wanted to say anything because like what do you it was like it was like you know a little tiny you know but you could see it right but nobody was was visible that's a good sized piece of toilet paper it's you know we could see just that white spot there you knew what it was but nobody wanted to be like hey you got you know toilet paper on her put on your pussy because then she'd be like oh did i get it it's just it would be awkward so (laughs) everyone's picture has this little bit of toilet paper Oh, it was a good time. Oh my god, that's hilarious! Oh, that's um, like a good note to self. Like it is on my to do list to to um uh, to what is it? Live model? Li- yeah, just nude nude posing. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's uh the people that do it in my art school. They do it for a living, man. It's like they just you know they. It's hard work, actually, it, right? It, it is. It it's is. weird because you're doing literally nothing, but you're doing a lot. Like yeah. they'll come in, they'll pose for four hours. Uh, will take fifteen minute breaks every hour. Right, okay. and then they they do that, and then they go to another one, pose for another four hours, and then it's their eight hour day basically. And it's, it's this like is a good really retirement gonna... plan. Yeah, I've yeah, just yeah. seen my future now. I could, but I'm I'm and also like kind of I move a lot normally, mm. so it could. Yeah, they're they're actually some of them are really shit at it. We've had some models that just suck. Like this one woman, she'd like come in and they usually pose on like drapery. Yeah. So like there's like just you know these curtains or something, and she would come in after the break, take the drapery, fucking shake no. it, and then it's like th- we we were fucking painting all those little intricate lines and then oh it's my God, oh. that's so dumb yeah and and then we complain about her and, and, and she she was replaced and all this shit but yeah and she would just fall asleep sometimes in the middle of <laughs> posing 
<laughs> she'd tell us the same stories like every fucking class. She'd go on like, oh my God, you guys got to hear this story. And she tells, and we were like, you've told this this already. And she's like, well, I'm going to tell you again. And, and she's oh, Sounds like a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except they weren't funny at all. <laughs> Just like ridiculous, boring stuff that nobody cared about. This is uh, a great character. It sounds like a character that should be in Community or something. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. This... She's de- She's a total character. She's this like big butch woman, right? Shaved head. Always like talks about how she has a collection of, of army boots, like nonstop. She she's... She's just, she's nuts. Wow. Mm. And messing with the drapery. Although I can't imagine, like, weirdly, I'm fascinated by how hard it would be to get back onto drapery and, like, not fuck it up for... Mm. That would be hard, right? Yeah. But, yeah, some of them, they really, like, they can remember exactly how their muscles felt in the pose that they were in. Like, they can feel it out after taking a break just because they're doing that all the time yeah but yeah one of the one of the models i was talking with him and he's been doing this for like like four years five years Uh or something and he told me that like in the first year of posing because it's just a lot of time sitting and doing nothing and just being in your own head right the first year he thought about his whole life what happened second year he thought about what's coming next and now in the past few years it's just chaos going on in his head He's thought about fucking everything at this point. Like literally fucking everything? <laughs> no, probably, yeah. I mean, the guy's fucking crazy as well. They're all nuts. There's no, like, normal model. Nobody normal chooses to do that job. They're all fucking crazy. I, some of them in a good way, some of them in a, in a terrible way. You've just changed my mm. whole outlook on my, like, later years of life. Yeah, get like, into it. Get this into is... It. Uh, do you know how much you get paid? <laughs> I don't know, but they're making a living off of it if they do like the eight hour day and or sometimes they do, you know, they take the hours that they get. But I just love the idea of living off of it. They make a living. Yeah. I love the idea, though, of actually like, yes, it is. I know it's physically strenuous. Like I have posed before for stuff. But um, but just the idea of like it's quite meditative. Like you just need to be in that. And like, yeah, I, I like the idea of, you know, four hours where. I just have to be in one position and meditate on that. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's cool, and you can uh, you can also like just you know find studios here in Berlin, like small ones, and ask if they're looking for a model just for like they do like you know a short gig, just a one time thing or a few times or whatever. I want to do this. I want to do uh, this. Cool. Yeah, get into it. Like I've always aspired to do uh, to doing like more than an hour meditation. Like the longest meditation I've ever done was I think an hour was uh, maybe 45 minutes or an hour, hour 15. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that was like, that was quite life-changing, that meditation. Mm-hmm. And uh, and a four-hour one, admittedly not so relaxed, but like eh, the whole process of it. Do you, what, what, what's your self-care regime? How do you stay, like you're 20, like almost self-care. 21. But like, what do you do to be, like, do you have a therapist? What do you do to, you talk about having anger issues? I don't, I don't go to therapy, but doing stand-up is very therapeutic for my 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 anger i can Mm. really get a lot out through it yeah even when i'm not like even if i'm not talking about the things on stage that actually are making me so angry i I talk about other things but i get that emotion out through what i'm saying because i tend to shout and go fuck you fuck this and it's just it's kind of cathartic you know totally i i i feel like um since i started stand-up i i'm like the the channel, like the um, yeah, the channels, the energy, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chan- like what would you call them? The like the my pipeline.
pipelines inside there a lot cleaner because yeah. a lot of stuff is coming yeah, out even if it's just energetic out. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah even if it's not specifically the content it's mm-hmm. like just getting that stuff out but then still need time to reflect and uh take stock of ah, everything that's happening in mm. your emotional world yeah mm. yeah eventually yeah. i want to get to the point where i can be like really honest and real and still make it funny and talk yeah. about the actual things that are yeah. like getting to me yeah. um but for now it's it's i'm having fun with just yeah. letting stuff out through funny shit that i'm thinking about fuck yeah, yeah. fuck yeah okay it's so fun. no no self-care regime yet but you're young well, and <laughs> you know i like to smoke a joint after a day of shows in bed it's very mm. it's nice you know? yeah i used to <laughs> I hate being that old. I used to do that. I'm Ooh. sorry. Yeah, I, I, but I, yeah, I enjoyed that so much that it became very much a part of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I have an addictive personality. I'm quite moderate, but then I look at some of my actions and I'm like, oh, mm. <laughs> but I think it's just a time thing. Like the longer you're, you know, the longer you're doing something, the more you're like, oh, is there a, yeah. How much of a pattern is there or how much of a, like where the scales go and mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I have an addictive personality. And that people get addicted to my personality. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I think I... I That's great. I, I definitely... I, when I enjoy something, I want a lot of it. Hmm. Stand-up, I'm very addicted to. Cigarettes, the weed. I don't know if I'm addicted to weed, but... I'd yeah, weed takes nice. a long time, I think, before it is like before it might become an addiction the thing is is that if you i like to take breaks with it because if you smoke like every single day then it's like it just becomes your normal state of being exactly being high isn't like a big deal it's not that fun anymore and it's kind of the state that you always want to be in because it's kind of better than yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, and food starts to taste like shit if you're not stoned all the time totally it tastes like cardboard if you're not stoned if you're smoking all the time that's a good point i hadn't i hadn't remembered that but yeah absolutely like uh, if I didn't smoke before a meal, I'd be like, "This meal isn't fun." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I need to like, uh, I need to like plan it. Or I'm like, okay, I'm gonna smoke a joint now, and then I'm gonna order something because I don't want to eat before because then it won't taste as good. Now I'm kind of like, I'm all right. But in high school, I was like fucking stoner. Like I was smoking every day, all yeah. the time. Just yeah, that was like my my first sort of four years in Berlin. It was really mm. like. Like I, I'd had a strong relationship with weed in Australia, but it was, it was always in conjunction with a partner, and it would be like mm. we'd smoke together. It wouldn't be that I was smoking oh, alone. Sex on weed is fucking great. Yeah, I can't, yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, I. I <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, although, I, like, I'm just yeah, because it became such a way of life. I'm I'm very happy that it like that's one of the things I don't do, and I stopped mm. smoking cigarettes as well. Nice, and nice. It's like as, as crazy as this um, this summer has been. I can at least step back and go, ah, well, I haven't smoked a cigarette or yeah, smoked you weed. Go. You know, yeah, it's just something. You know, it does. It does. I just need to. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting to this point where I'm like, ah, I don't know how to... Yeah, anyway, we are talking about this a bit before we started recording. Yeah. <laughs> how do I, like, get a little bit more balance? And mm. uh, But then I'm also, like, I'm so knee-jerk in my, oh, I have problems. Like, no, you just... I've just finished a really busy, like, July, August this year. Crazy with shows. Like, mm-hmm. like four weekly shows is too many shows. I knew that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm just a little bit burnt out and doing some yeah. crazy some uh, grounding re- time yeah. yeah i need some grounding time yeah anyway i'm gonna i'm gonna take myself on holiday to greece in october Ooh, nice i'm gonna oh, mama mia moment exactly yeah there go. exactly <laughs> i uh someone um came to my solo show who'd just been to greece and there's another person who's going to greece anyway he was showing me photos 
of people on the beach creep. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> but I was like, oh my god, I forgot how beautiful Greek people are. I'm like, yes, let's go to Greece and nice, just nice. yeah, going to an island or I think I'm gonna go to Athens and then I'm gonna hey. go to Crete. That's the that's the plan. Cool. Have you been oh, to Greece? Cool. I've been to an island with my mom mm-hmm. when I was like maybe 13 or something. Mm. Uh, so a bit wasted of, on you. For, <laughs> <laughs> I, for, I forgot what island it was, but yeah, it was, it was, it was nice. nice. Yeah, it's a good time with my mom, you know. Aww. So you've got a good relationship with your mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom's cool. Very cool. Nice. Um, I want to ask, um, like, like, uh, so, like, I'm attracted to Greek men, and actually, like, I was talking uh, on uh, as an episode with Francis um, Keaton. Uh, we both mm-hmm. talked about how much we're into Middle Eastern men at the moment. Mm-hmm. And, like, we've gone through this phase. Do you have Do you have a type? Do you, like, who are you mm-hmm. attracted to? I don't know. I'm attracted to someone that I'll, like, click with, mm-hmm. you know? So personality. Yeah. That, I, but, I don't know if I have an exact type, you mm-hmm. know? But, you know, being tall is always good. It's always nice. <laughs> the thing is, it's uh, never been a priority for me. It's, My it's mom's drilled priority. it into me. Yeah. My mom's always like, how tall is he? And I'm like, mom, can you stop being so tallest or something? Like, I'm, I'm Yeah, like, yeah, no, it's it's nice, but it's not like my, my, I've had one boyfriend before and he was like my height and it was fine. I loved him. It was great. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. need that. But like, yeah, when I was like, when I was a kid, I grew really fast. Like I had a huge growth spurt. And everyone in my family was like, oh, you're going to need to find a tall boyfriend, blah, 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 mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And so that's kind of yeah. in, the, in the head as yeah, well. But I, don't, I don't know if I have an exact type. Middle Eastern men are nice. They're good. They're, they're, yeah, I never, it's not like I was never, but like I, I was always into Latinos, like deeply I like, into I Latinos. I like Latinos, man. <laughs> Tell me about how you don't like Latinos. I, no, I want to okay, shake okay, okay, my okay. lack of Latinos. Like it's deep. It's deep. It's okay. Like, it's, no, I don't. I don't mean that. It's like You're I don't just like. Racist, <laughs> yeah, because I realize how that comes off now. No, there's a specific type of Latino men that pisses me off, and they they exist in Krakow in, mm-hmm. in Poland. There's this uh, Latino club there. And I know a bunch of these Latino guys, they'd go to this club mm-hmm. and they'd like try and sleep with like drunk Polish blonde women all the time. And mm-hmm. they were super fucking grimy about it. Like mm-hmm. they'd be like, let's go at like 3 a.m. So they're super drunk and we have a better chance. I'm like, motherfuckers. It's... I don't uh, like that. I don't like that. No, yeah. I don't like that either. And they, they have this attitude in Poland that like all all Polish women want them because they're Latino. Which Really? Is, yeah, yeah. And some of them actually are really into it, but... I don't know, fucking. No, no, I don't no. Like it. That I don't attitude like it. is terrible. Yeah, I, mean, I don't like the attitude. Pushing any kind of out. arrogance like that is 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 gross. And that approach of like three a.m. You know, cleaning up at the three a.m. is like ew. Mm. Yeah, that mistake that I made this week is Latino. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, um, okay. So don't have a specific type. Do you yeah. have like? Would you? You're 20, so I don't want to. I don't want to push you um, into nah, sexual stuff too much. But fine. Do you do you Get have into it. like how would you describe your um, <laughs> how would you describe your sex life? Is this what you're asking? No, really? no. I was gonna say like how would you describe your proclivities? Like what are you what what are you excited by sexually, or what are you like? Do you have? Do would you consider yourself kinky? Do you want to go to sex clubs? I, you would know, you consider yourself conservative? Like how? I don't. I, definitely, I wouldn't want to go to a sex club. I need there. I I need to. I I can't really like 
just hook up with random people. I had a pretty bad experience when I was younger, and it just kind of fucked me from mm-hmm. those types of things at all. Mm-hmm. So I need to have like some sort of level of trust and yeah. chemistry. And it's just so much better when there's chemistry. Oh, you know, totally, it's like totally. I, I if if it's like just some random person I'd meet, I'd feel like I'm being used, and, and mm-hmm. I I wouldn't enjoy it. You know. Yeah. So I gotta have. That's why like I've been, I've been like basically celibate for. Celibate is that the right word where you don't have sex? Yes, it also means you don't masturbate, but oh, oh, I masturbate all the time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but but celibate, you know, like um, uh, you've you've been like celibate with the outside world. Yeah, yeah. for like a year or something until now. I've been <laughs> fucking banging in Berlin, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. baby! Congratulations. And, um, yeah, it's uh, I forgot how nice sex is, especially when you have a connection with someone, you know. Yeah, it is really nice. Yeah. It is really nice when you've yeah. got a connection. Okay, all right. So you're, uh, you, yeah. There's the whole like demisexual definition, which uh, it's such. It's so dumb. Like I think what, what, is, what does that mean? Demisexual means you need to have um, feelings for someone to have sex with them. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's just like a normal Natural. thing, you yeah. know. <laughs> Tara's got a bit about that. She's just like, isn't that like, it just means I'm not a sociopath. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Look, I can have sex with people that I don't have. Mm, well, I, I have done it. It's usually more in a group sex situation. Mm-hmm. It's more like there's a bit of chemistry, but it's more like there's a dynamic happening. But otherwise, I don't have sex with someone that I'm not attracted to. And so yeah. in that le- on that level, there is yeah, some chemistry. Yeah, I need chemistry. to be attracted to their personality as well. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if, they're, the thing. if the personality is unattractive, they're not physically yeah, yeah, attractive. Yeah. I mean, with women, it's a little easier because I'm bisexual. So like, I can. it's easier for me to like have less trust or know the girl less if i'm gonna mm-hmm. sleep with a woman but with a guy i gotta like build that shit man yeah it's uh, it's difficult for me yeah. yeah do you find yourself equally attracted to women as to men or do mm-hmm. you find it easier to be attracted to women or easier to men no i think it's i think it's uh it's pretty 50 50 mm. pretty textbook bisexual wow that's amazing yeah. i'm jealous <laughs> <laughs> It's nice. We got options, you know. Yeah. I mean, the problem is is that I'm very rarely attracted to someone. Like that's that's why I haven't had sex in so Mm. long until now, just because like, and nobody really you know sparked my interest. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Men or women, just I've just been kind of you know. That's yeah. That's um. I was singing to myself on my bike ride home, like a sad woman. (laughs) Uh, It's often when I come up with song ideas, actually. But yeah, I was just like, gosh, I, I think. Have you used, have you, okay, I'll, I'll come back around to it, but have mm-hmm. you used, um, have you used ever a dating app? I was on Tinder, like, uh, f- maybe a few months back, I was on it, but I, it, I don't know, I, I, I was like, it, it was just like, I, w- I came home drunk at like 4am, and I was like, I want someone to cuddle me, and yes. I downloaded it. <laughs> so nice to hear someone else say that. <laughs> And then, and occasionally I would, I would do this again. Like I, I, I just swiped all night and then I matched with a bunch of people and then I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, I don't need anybody anymore. And then I never reply to any of the messages. And then I'll do the same thing, come home, 4 a.m., drunk, start swiping, ignore all the messages again. So I never really like got into it. I think I went on one date once and I didn't like the guy. He was boring and 
he wouldn't shut up about himself and so I was more interesting than him and I wanted to talk about how I was more interesting than him and he wouldn't <laughs> give me the fucking chance <laughs> did he um just out of curiosity did he know in any way that you were a comedian yeah he did because it's it was on my um <coughs> I had a picture of me on me doing stand-up on my yeah. on my uh, fucking tinder right mm-hmm. and i wrote my bio was because uh, when i started it i get all these messages like oh you're a comedian tell me a joke then mm-hmm. so i wrote in my bio uh if you open with oh you do stand up tell me a joke then i'm gonna come to your house and vomit on your bed and um that's, uh, that's fair the, but the thing is is that it caused me to get all like the same message every fucking time oh you do stand up tell me a joke then haha <laughs> now you have to come to my place exactly, exactly. i was gonna oh, say man, it you guys are not creative like you were like you were kind of giving them a i will come to your house <laughs> like, yeah but house. i'm coming to your house to vomit on your fucking bed like <laughs> like to cut your skin not, off and not, wear not it. to like you know be cute and sexy about it i'm going to vomit yeah. on your bed and they're still yeah. like oh you should come over blah, blah, blah. oh sweet thanks for the <laughs> <laughs> thanks so i don't have to go to your place like um that's hilarious i think with the comedian like i wonder with my experience like yeah i i write in my bio that i'm a comedian because it's well i think it's it's obviously a massive part of my life it's what i'm doing all the time and it also uh, indicates that i'm not i then say i'm not i don't have a lot of free time mm-hmm. so it's like if we yeah. are going to meet, it's going to be before a show mm-hmm. or after a show. And then, um, yeah, you know, the bit by, are always booked. Right. Yeah. And, and bit by bit, like I will, you know, give a free night, like take a night off with mm-hmm. you. But until we know each other and until, until I know that that's going to be time well spent, I'll be spending that with yeah. other friends. Like I don't say all of this, but like I'd be spending that night off with friends who I mm-hmm. love and like cherish or um, just me time, you know. So and I put that out there. But the number of times I have dates with men who were just like it's like because they have access also like to my podcast or to um stuff on youtube or whatever mm-hmm. it's like they feel i feel like maybe subconsciously they feel they need to prove their interest that they're interesting mm-hmm. and then they it's like well they know already about us a bit so then they they feel like they need to fill the gap and like bring us to that point of knowledge that they already have about yeah because yeah we're, we're very public online about mm. what we're doing and all exactly shit. so that's that's what i think it might be but it's just so um misguided because it's like no it, we get to know each other it's a sharing thing like you might yeah. have access to information about me it doesn't mean this whole date is about me just hearing who you are yeah <laughs> yeah what? yeah because it's just it's just stand-up that's online or comedy shit it's yeah. it's you know i mean it's fun work but it's work you know yeah and it's not who we are as yeah, a person exactly. in a relationship jesus christ yeah. but it's also like you don't need to prove that you're anything like let's just see if we can have a conversation and a conversation is two people talking you know like, mm. this is not your monologue time yeah just the not like the last tinder date i went on was a fucking nightmare like Ugh. it was so bad that i lied to get out of it um and he just mm. ruined my meal like i just wanted to enjoy my meal and he uh, was just fucking annoying just talking like he yeah, asked, yeah, 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 yeah. the oh, whole time God. at one like he asked me a bit where i do comedy um, where I was born specifically in New Zealand. The rest was him talking. At one point, he even had the audacity to say, oh, oh, the, song, oh, the music keeps distracting me from you, what you're, from, from you talking, 
from me listening what? to you. And it's like, you haven't listened to, like, I haven't said Are anything. Are you fucking kidding me? Jesus Christ. Incredible. See, that's the thing that, that I, I didn't, I didn't like about Tinder. That's why I stopped using it. Mm. Uh, it's because, like, if I, I, if I want to go on a date with someone, I got to, like, get ready, leave my house, take a night off spend time with a person and it might be a complete waste of time that i could have been using to do something like painting or writing jokes or right. fucking hanging out with my friends right. or anything that i enjoy you know and i just don't like the i don't like the the, the whole process of judging people by the way they look no. instantly and then when you go on the date it feels like i like when you just meet someone and you just click and you have a good conversation mm-hmm. and you're just crossing paths in your life mm-hmm. you know and well in t- with tinder with the apps it just feels like you're like you're you meet with each other and there's already this expectation this like hope that something will happen between you two and i I don't like that man it just feels like forced and and weird i don't know i'd rather just go through my life and see if i cross paths with someone on the way because i'm having a good time on my own you know yeah and i also found uh yeah i just deleted all the apps again (laughs) like i don't know how many times i've done this Mm. but really just because i it i I hate the (laughs) and it's and it's how most people use the apps it's that 2 a.m I want to see what's mm-hmm. out there. Maybe I'm missing something. I do want intimacy in my life. I have access to all these people. So why aren't I taking advantage of this connection tool? And so it's just like shopping, like, you mm-hmm. know, like yeah. I could, and, it, and it, what I resent about dating apps is that it creates this expectation that you could still meet someone, even if you're not out there in the world yeah. interacting with people. And it's, it's even worse when you see your friends that like, found someone on tinder and then they're in love and shit and you're like this works apparently but god it just it feels like work you know exactly to go through it to reply to the messages to fucking meet with someone it is Ugh. work it is work it's, and it's, just it's such a hassle and i hate that i would find myself not just at 2am but even when i'm i'm doing you know admin i'd be like oh let's see what's happening on the dating apps and then i'd find my and i'm like what i'm wasting so much time mm. on this possible of meeting someone like yeah. no like I just want to focus on myself and the things that are in my life so I am I am I've said it so many times but I am done with dating apps like yeah. I really I really just deleted them like two nights ago I'm just like yeah, yeah but we're also like you know we're meeting people all the time every night by doing stand up so you know we cross are paths with someone eventually eventually yeah. yeah and this is this was the song that I was singing on my way home I'm like maybe like I just I just need to be okay with like being alone for a long time and I want to stop I want to stop looking like that's what I want mm-hmm. to get to, to the point of I want to stop looking looking for a partner like mm-hmm. like really just be content with this not being close to a partner but to not be looking in any way mm. that yeah. yeah that's kind of what I've had for the the past like whiles that I've broken up with my ex I broke mm-hmm. up like two years ago or something Mm -hmm. and i've just been enjoying my time doing comedy Mm -hmm. i'm happy alone and and now i kind of cross paths with someone that i kind of like which is uh also kind of annoying because i don't know what i'm doing with my life and i don't know like if i'm gonna drop out of university and move here or what the fuck i'm kind of in limbo right now how much more uni do you have to do four years oh dear okay yeah and Um, i didn't really i wasn't crazy about the first year of art school it's a very traditional way of teaching they very mm-hmm. like tell you what to do and and there wasn't a lot of space for like my creative ideas and all that shit yeah apparently second year is supposed to be different the first year is just usually annoying but 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. And also, it's like I can't do that much stand up there, yeah. and I really enjoy being here. I'm having like the best fucking summer ever. And on could top you, of that, I met someone I like. It's like, oh, could you not fuck. Trans- could you not transfer to Berlin? I, I have to. I have to. The thing is, is that I have to have a B one German for the art school here. Um, oh, that, that's a whole thing. Yeah. 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 I assume you haven't got a B one in German. I have no skills in German. <laughs> I can say fucking Dankeschön, Scheiße, and uh, Eine Bier bitte. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn. Okay, so you're at a bit of a crossroads. But I'm yeah. really happy you've met someone. That's nice. Like that's yeah, that's it's that's nice. exciting. It's fun. But yeah, it's funny as soon as uh yeah, as soon as like stuff starts moving in different directions, it's like, oh it's stress, like oh, I don't know, like like yeah. it kind of condenses everything into it. Where am I even going? What's the yeah. future? Yeah. But I feel like I'm having that, you know, early twenties experience, you yes. know, that you kinda don't know what's going on, you're trying to figure stuff out yeah. and having a good time on the way. So Yeah, and that will nice. continue. Just yeah, I, I remember in those times feeling quite dramatic and yeah. uh and yeah. It sounds well. It's so great that you've got stand up and you've got yeah, you've got all these things. So it's, it's just fun. it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna pan out. Just, yeah, just I'll figure fun. it out. I'll Fuck figure yeah. it out. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm I'm really glad we talked about all these things because I'm feeling a lot <clears throat> better about my. Um, <laughs> Yeah, well, the thing, yeah, being 35 and uh, and I had relationships constantly up until I was like 33, 32. Mm-hmm. And just those, these last three years have been like, I've never been, like I've seen lots of people, but like not had a proper relationship. So there's this, and the older you get, when you want to be maybe a mother someday, yeah. it's like, whoa. Ooh, are you thinking about those things? <laughs> 35, yeah. Society won't yeah. let you not think about those things. Thank yeah. like, you. Yeah. Everyone was like, yeah, as oh, a woman, it's just... don't you want a partner? Don't yeah. you want a family one day? Yeah. It's like, yeah, mate, but like, there's a lot of other things happening. It's still life, man. Everybody's got their own path. You figure it out in your own way. It's fucking annoying when people get in your face. Well, you should do this and you should do that because that's what people usually do. It's like, fuck, man. Times are changing fast. You yeah, know? and it's also like, you know, of course, everyone wants to be happy. If someone is like, if someone is out of relationship and uh, like, you know, if someone is single and they're doing their thing, like, they're not single because they hate people it's like mm-hmm. it's just it's just the time like yeah. this is what's happening yeah. mom <laughs> <laughs> very directed i see <laughs> no she gets it she gets she just has moments where she's just like but i want your grandchildren anna and i'm like it's very flattering but let's see yeah. what happens yeah okay well um i think we need to wrap up because we've got a okay. i've got a show to go to but is there anything right. anything you want to um plug or anything on the adults only spectrum that you um, wanted to bring up in any way um you know what i i can just plug my instagram Please. it's stand up by maya and yeah i don't i don't i'm not producing any shows at the moment here um it might be in the future i want to do some double bills with some people that i like maybe Fuck yeah I, 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 I like doing longer sets. Oh, it's so much fun. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I'm working. I'm, I'm hoping I'll have an hour in like a few months, a year. I got like 35, 40 right now ish. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I'm trying to build up the material. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, until then, um, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Stand Up by Maya. 
Beautiful. Excellent. Yeah. It was so lovely having you. So lovely being here. Yeah. Such a good talk. Very, so, I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, I feel very grounded. Very yeah. nice. Um, okay, what should I... A.F. Barros, uh, please follow me if you don't already. And um, I don't have anything... Uh, yeah, my, my hour, I'm going to be touring with it soon. Cream Pie Curious. <laughs> Woo. Where, where are you going? Um, I haven't organized anything yet, but the plan is to tour with it before um, going to the Melbourne International oh, Comedy nice. Festival Go to the Netherlands, man. That place is where yeah. it's at. I had some really great shows there. I really, yeah, with Luana, that was really good. And oh, uh, you did the three girls one mic as well. Yeah, we, yeah. we did that in Poland. It was yeah. super fun. Yeah, I love Luana. She's a great comic. She is great. She is really very, great. Very funny. Had so much fun there, and also in Switzerland. But I wanting, I'm wanting to just, um, yeah, go to a couple of different cities every couple of weeks, and so get up to Scandinavia. Mm-hmm. I still haven't done that. Get across uh, yeah, somewhere to Eastern Europe. Scandinavia is where the fucking money's at. Man. Exactly. Switzerland was also pretty good, but it's hard to, a bit harder to get venues there but um but yeah you can get booked at some shows but yeah the thing is i had this beautiful tour where i got booked for all these shows mm-hmm. and expenses paid and that was like eight days of just oh, shows every night and nice, that was nice. and so now it's like all right booking venues and doing yeah. this solo it's a different um it's a different level of yeah so yeah I do have uh, time now, so I'm going to be organizing that. But Super yes. Super cool. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, that has been Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Thank you so much and goodbye.